The medical office of Dr. Debbie Burks is here for all of your health concerns with Creative Medicine, treating the health of patients in a very creative way. Doctor, I think I got symptoms of coronavirus. Take your clothes off and stick your tongue out the window. What will that do? I'm mad at my neighbor. Dr. Burks provides compassionate, patient-centered care. You're pregnant. How does a man get pregnant? The usual way. A little wine, a little dinner. She specializes in care for people of all ages. You'll live to be 60. I am 60. See, what did I tell you? Doctor, my leg hurts. What can I do? Limp. Yes. Excuse me, doctor. The man you just gave a clean bill of health just dropped dead right as he was leaving the office. Turn him around. Make it look like he was walking in. Dr. Burks can provide treatment for a diverse range of ailments. Are you a psychiatrist? Yes. Oh, good. Nobody listens to me. Next. Can you help me, doctor? I'm a mechanic. Good. Get under my couch. Let Dr. Burks prescribe a happy, healthier life. Oxychloroquine. Hey, I have a heart condition. This poison will kill me. You're crazy. Well, if you don't mind, I want a second opinion. Okay. You're ugly, too. Dr. Burks advises all of her patients to be creative. Doctor, what do you make of all these scarves? I can make a hat, a brooch, a pterodactyl. Dr. Debbie Burks. She doesn't have to practice medicine. She knows it. The Brit Summer Show. Let's start the fun. Turn the jingles on. Georgia and Florida open for business, so come on down and get your coronavirus today. Okay. 95.3, 96.9, 103.9 FM, 1470 WWNN. Hi, everybody. You are listening to the Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live from a pitied nation. We are, we are pitied the world over. Yeah, 
most civilized, industrialized nations, uh, they, uh, they shake their heads. They feel sorry for us. We now have the highest amount of cases in the world and the most uh, deaths, uh, equaling uh, the deaths in Vietnam from 55 to 75. But if you ask our mighty leader, he'll tell you, we did a good job. That's not so bad. 60, 70,000. By the time you hear this show, it'll probably be 80,000. That's not bad. Could have been worse. And now all the whole right-wing media is echoing that. that They're doing, I, I would call it a reverse spin on a very bad number. Look at that, my friends, 80,000 people. That's a lot better than it would have been. Yeah. It's human lives. And the one thing Republicans have no value for is human life. Oh. Programming note to my local listeners on the air. This show will be moving again. Only this time they told me about it. <laughs> and uh, to me, it's really good news. Uh, peppered with a little bit of bad news. But the good news is this show has been uh, since 2011 has been on uh, Sunday afternoons, which uh, <laughs> that's like a sore thumb in this lineup. And I always felt, since it's once a week, it would have made more sense to make this a Saturday night show, because basically, that's what this is. It's a Saturday night show. Late night. It's pretty much what I've been doing. So it will be on Saturday night, late night, 11.30, and yeah, it'll be up against SNL, but at the rate they crank out shows, even without a pandemic, I think they make like maybe eight shows a year. I ain't all that concerned about it. So uh, late Saturday night when you're driving home and weaving in the road, uh, you got something to listen to now. <laughs> and that's fine by me. I, I've always felt it belonged on late night Saturday night. The thing is, it's not up to me to arrange the schedule. That's up to programming. So yeah, it was a good decision on their part. Here's the bad news. A little bit of bad news. The uh, This is a 50,000 watt radio station. Not that that matters these days anymore, but it has quite a signal. And during the day, it reaches uh, from the Palm beaches down south to Hollywood, which is a large area, and I don't want to get into the geographics of it right now, but they cut power way down at nighttime, so it's like, I don't know, a fraction of a, a kilowatt or something. It's like barely on the air, but that's okay. Listen, I'm picking up new listeners online every week. Uh, the uh, audience is growing exponentially. I can't explain why, but I sure am happy about it. When I normally do my uh, sad sax player in the subway with the hat on the ground uh, begging for donations uh, i always say that if you don't have the money or if you can't fine share the link i want to thank everybody who has been sharing the link because it's working i can't help but notice uh, the, you know something maybe i should go over that during the course of this show sometime because uh, there's new countries listening too now, if any of my on-air listeners are upset about the uh, time change, well, don't be. You can always hear the show online. And I'm glad that you tune into this show uh, whenever it's on, on the air. And I want to thank all 12 of you for doing so. <laughs> I can say that I've got, uh, on the ground, I've got listeners out there. Because there's some people at work. There's some people that want to hear the show uh, fresh out of the box and don't want to wait till it gets online or whatever it is. I mean, I, I know they're out there because I hear from them. And I'd say it's close. 
I don't know. Maybe it's a couple or dozen on, on the air, uh, especially at this time slot. Uh, and I don't know about the other time slots because they run the hour-long show at, at different times during the week, so there's no real way to keep track. But this much I can say with absolute confidence. And that is, if let's say, at, at the least I have a couple of dozen listeners at best, well... That makes my show the number one AM talker in South Florida and all three counties because I do see the numbers of the other stations. And if I've got six people listening, I'm still number one, baby. We're number one, damn it! And this this might just be a little radio show out of South Florida hosted by some uh, crazy tranny. But I've got to say, I'm very flattered that Howard Stern listens to my program. And then I'll tell you why. Because the last three shows, I have been urging the <laughs> Trump base to do what he actually said. Drink that Clorox, shoot up the uh, fabuloso in your veins, and all you drop dead. I mean, I would love if Donald would get on TV and take an injection of Clorox. And let's see if his theory works. Let him volunteer. and Or... Hold a big rally, say fuck this coronavirus with all of his followers and let them all hug each other and kiss each other and, and have a big, big rally. Big cocktail of disinfectant. Yeah, and all take disinfectant <laughs> and all drop dead. Oh! I've been saying that for the last three shows. Now, I've always had a problem with Howard Stern since he was stealing my material back in the late 90s when I was on the Neil Rogers show. But I guess his brother still lives down here and might be listening to the show. But anyway, how you doing, Howard? Hey, it's Howard. Howard Sperm. Uh-huh. And someone else I found out listens to this show. Uh, I just want to shout out to Bob. Hi, Bob. I should say, hi, Emily. And look who showed his face. Look who showed up, ladies and gentlemen. Why, it's none other than the Democratic nominee, Joe Biden. Yeah, he popped up, and what possessed him to do so? Because he's been so invisible. Yes, it's Joe Biden, the invisible candidate. But he had to speak up because of this Tara Reid, and uh, he is denying it, and he's saying it is not true. And I'll add to that that (laughs) based on all of the evidence and everything I've seen, she is a liar. She's a fraud, and she's capitalizing on his reputation. Of being a a fondler. Yeah, he's a fondler. He likes to sniff and sniff and sniff. And with her, well, let me ask the women in my audience. If you were accosted, who would you call? The police? An attorney? Who would you call? Because this is what she did. The first call she placed was to a public relations firm. Would you call the police an attorney or a PR firm? That's what you have to ask about this Tara Reid. And she admitted that's what she did. She, she hired a public relations firm. And after an alleged traumatic experience like that, you don't call a doctor, you don't call the cops, you don't call the, the attorney. Who do you call? A public relations firm. Really, that's all you need to know about this lion bitch who happens to be, if you want to see her, tune in Fox News. Oh yeah, she's on there a lot. It's such an obvious, convenient plant. After the Florida primary, that's when she stands up 27 years later. Oh, well, well, hold on. I should back up. She hired the PR firm the moment he announced he was running. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's what you do. If you're in a car accident or uh, if your house is robbed or something, you hide, you call the first public relations firm you can find in the phone book. Yeah, that, that's what she did. And if you don't believe her, listen to her story next time she's on Fox News. Well, it's very simple. She's capitalizing on his obvious reputation that everybody knows. He's a hair sniffer, a groper. He's always been that way. But other than that, Joe Biden is not around. He is the invisible candidate. I mean, other than defending himself, okay, we should be able to see him via webcam out of his basement or wherever he is, or in his gurney or wheelchair, wherever they put his body. We should see him everywhere. He should be doing what Cuomo does as a Democratic candidate. But the DNC... Oh, the DNC is very comfortable with low momentum candidates. And they're making the same mistake that they made in 2016, where they just put their feet up on a desk and hit cruise control, because that's what they did. Uh, We got this in the bag. This is going to be a snap. We don't really have to uh, lift a pinky to uh, get anything done. Look how bad Trump is. How how can we lose? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Here we go to DNC. They are the laziest political party. They don't want to get up. They don't want to move. They don't want to do something. Uh, And and they figure it's easy street all the way up to uh, election day. Okay. All right. So as it turns out, Stern said that last week, and I have been saying that, telling his base to please, please, Drink the Clorox. Inject some uh, Fabuloso in your arm. Just do it. Try it, if you'd like. Take it, take it, take it. Just do it. And as it turns out, uh, two have died in, in where else? Where else? Georgia. They, two died in Georgia. <laughs> and one hate radio listener in Kansas. <laughs> They're just guzzling down that Clorox because Mr. President said to do so. (laughs) Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing is, if you want to congregate in churches or uh, whatever you do, a Klan rally, please do. We'll just watch. Because already the amount of cases has spiked upward in Georgia. Because as they say, as the Republicans say, You will all die. You Star Trekkies out there will know where that came from. You will all die. I'm going to be playing that a lot. You will all die. That should be the uh, bumper sticker for Trump's campaign. You will all die. So their numbers are going up. But here's a big difference between Florida and Georgia. Florida isn't recording the numbers. Now, again, I touched on this last week. Sometimes I'm smart. I said uh, DeSantis is shaving the numbers. He's not giving us. He's burying the numbers. And as it turns out, once again, and it isn't often, but I was right about something. This from the Tampa Bay Times. Florida medical examiners were releasing coronavirus death data the state made them stop. And the state being, Ron DeSantis, he talks real slow, cause, uh, well, uh, he ain't that brat. And uh, 
he's a jaw chewer because uh, he's slack jawed, and I never did see his bottom teeth. And Ron DeSantis, well, he just don't know how to put on one of them dire masks. State officials have stopped releasing the list of coronavirus deaths being compiled by Florida's medical examiners, which has at times shown a higher death toll than the state's published count. Like I said last week, I don't want to toot my own thing, but yeah. Because I, I noticed the numbers were up, they were down, they were never the same. How, how can the, the uh, death numbers go down? I don't know. Anyway, the list had previously been released in real time by the State Medical Examiner's Commission, but earlier this month after, the Tampa Bay Times reported that the medical examiner's death count was 10% higher than the figure released by the Florida Department of Health state officials said the list needed to be reviewed and possibly redacted. Blah, 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 blah. That means that's, that explains why the death number went down. The medical examiner's list does not include names, but it provides demographic information, probable cause, probable cause of death, and uh, case summaries with information about each person's medical history. Well, what good is the person's medical and travel history if you don't know who they are? No names? Dr. Stephen Nelson, who is the medical examiner for Polk, Highlands, and Hardy counties, boy said the officials told them they plan to remove causes of death in case descriptions. Without that information, the list is meaningless, he said. That's Florida. The agency has attempted at least once to block information about deaths from COVID-19. Last month, it tried to persuade the medical examiner's office in Miami-Dade County to restrict access to its death records. Get this. The county released the records, which included the names of those who died anyway. Locally, Hillsborough County refused for weeks to release the records, citing the same exemption as the state health department. But on Tuesday, after repeated questions from the Times, county officials did release a list of people who had died from the virus. So bottom line here is we're not going to know ever how many people died from the virus in this state. You can write off Florida as far as uh, the numbers are concerned, when you see the scoreboards on CNN or MSNBC, now they have a scoreboard too. Uh, don't look out Florida in there because our numbers are fake. And why is that? <clears throat> because of Ron DeSantis. Oh, according to this, Palm Beach County stopped releasing numbers too. That's why I can't tell you where I live what's going on. Uh, Palm Beach County Attorney Denise Marie Nyman declined to answer specific questions about why the county stopped releasing the information, saying the matter was under review. In other words, she got a call from Tallahassee, and she must be a Republican. Medical examiners have been keeping lists during every state emergency since Hurricane Andrew in 1992. They've always been made public. But the health department has kept its own count of coronavirus deaths and published it to an online dashboard. And its figures have been far lower than the medical examiner's figures. So they're just doctoring the numbers and that's that. Don't, you don't expect any information out of this state because DeSantis is Trump's lap dummy. And, uh, you know, he paid a special visit down here. And I'm guessing, I'm just guessing, I'm just pulling this out of my shapely ass. But you think running mate DeSantis, hmm, Vice President DeSantis, he's been kissing Trump taint for a long time now. 
And it is a contest between Pence and DeSantis who can lick and kiss the most Trump taint. Uh, and, and I think DeSantis is winning this one. Well, what is he going to come out and say? Nobody died in Florida. There ain't no coronavirus in Florida. Is that what you're going to say, Ron? You hillbilly putts? Everybody hates everybody all the time. That's the way of life in Florida. Foreheads pop with veins in anger. In hostile bedroom towns Everybody hates everybody all the time Thriving on intolerance and fear It's where disenfranchised congregate And they don't want to hear find their attitude quite sour With a machete they threaten to slice you to the bone Then in the gridlock of rush hour Out the window someone calls you Matacone Everybody hates everybody all the time no English do Something in the breeze is wafting from Papano you You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. I want to get to some uh, little lighter topics uh, later on, but something you may not be aware of. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. And remind me. I don't want to get to the uh, commemorative coronavirus kerns uh, in just a few minutes, but these protests, again, are orchestrated by Freedom Works. These protests you're seeing about, we don't want no lockdown, we want to die, give me liberty or, or death, and that's what it's going to be, it's going to be death. Aren't you tired of these white trash rednecks, these, these low-class trailer-dwelling scumbags? Aren't you tired of it? And now it turns out a lot of these uh, these uh, proud boys or whatever they want to call themselves, actually they're just a, a Klansman, uh, they're being uh, shipped in or being bussed in to like Lansing, like the ones you see there, the big fat belly boys, that they're going to have a big revolution with their uh, automatic rifles uh, strapped to their side. You know something, if, if it came to it, if you really wanted to rise up, the problem is you'd have to get that rifle around your big, fat belly while you're pulling up your belt around it at the same time. You ever see what the fat rednecks do They when they get ruffled? They, they, they pull up their belts. What the pill do you tell you? What they roll something up like that? That's what they're all doing up there. And a lot of those fat bellies up there, they, they don't even live in Michigan. They were shipped there. They were shipped there and to all the states that, the, that you see protest. Uh, yeah, they're they're being paid to go there by who else but Freedom Works and none other than, and this is the part you may not know, the DeVos family. Yeah, the DeVos. Now, how many times have I asked my audience to boycott Amway products? You want to put a hurt on the DeVos family? Don't buy Amway. They own Amway. All their money came 
from Amway Products. Yes, the very Amway that Bob Hope used to uh, pitch <laughs> all the time. If he wasn't pitching Chrysler cars, he was pitching Amway. Oh, these are a, a fine product that I think everybody, let me tell you, you should buy these. And people buy Amway, to, and, and it's online now. They don't go door to door with their pyramid schemes. But you can buy Amway products online. Do not buy Amway because every product you buy from Amway goes into the pockets of Betsy DeVos and her brother, Eric Prince, who uh, that's an old, whole nother topic I'll get to at another time. But yeah, you're helping Betsy DeVos pay for the gas in her yacht. And you're also helping her pay for these fat white douchebags to protest in the state capitals. And, and see to it that everybody dies with them. It's from the DeVos family. Yeah, <clears throat> FreedomWorks, the NRA, and the DeVos family. And these, uh, these lockdown protests started on Facebook, uh, and they had a website called, they still have a website, reopen.com. And it's run by another thing. Remember the brothers last week? These are more brothers. The Door Brothers. Yep, we're the Door Brothers. Always with the southern stinking goddamn inbred accents. We're the Door Brothers. Uh-huh. And we're domestic terrorists. <laughs> yeah, it's an astroturf organization. And it's funded by the DeVos family. The lovely DeVos family, yes. Owners of Amway products, yes. And I've been saying for years, don't buy Amway. You don't have to, number one, because every product they have, you could just buy off the shelf. <laughs> anyway, it's like, why? Why? I don't know. And they make like soaps, like laundry soap, uh, detergents, uh, just any crap you can find in the store. Why would you go online to buy Amway? Unless, of course, you support these Nazi scum. Yeah, they, they, they ran this thing on a dark web. They were bloggers out of Ohio. And they helped set this thing all up. And suddenly all the funding came in from, of course, the Koch brothers, NRA, and uh, the DeVos family. DeVos, yes. Every one of them belongs in jail. All of them. The entire DeVos family. They all belong in prison, federal prison, in maximum security lockdown because they are all perpetrating terrorism upon the United States. All of them. Yes, remember that's Amway to boycott. And what do they mean by Amway? That's the American fucking way. And you know who else their mighty leader and, and all of their kind are responsible for? And if you're a Republican that voted for Trump, you're also responsible for the death of Dr. Lorna Breen, who committed suicide. She was a New York ER doctor who suffered from exhaustion. I think she got COVID and uh, was sent home to where she lived in Charlottesville, Virginia. And then just from depression and hopelessness because the, the, the federal government refuses to help blue states. Blue states. And, and just death upon death, she couldn't take it anymore and she killed herself. A promising doctor. She was only 49. You people, you, anybody who voted for Trump, anybody who watches Fox News, and everybody in the villages... You are responsible for that doctor's death. Yeah, well, so what? So what? We don't care. <laughs> you know what? Drink your bleach. Like those two morons in Georgia did. Guzzle it down and uh, turn Fox News on and just uh, die. 
please, for the sake of everyone. Because there aren't that many of you. The only reason why you are any threat at all is because of the right-wing media who has a monopoly on broadcasting. And, and uh, okay, I won't get into that again. Because Democrats just don't understand media broadcasting. That's some, oh, that's boring and it's foolishness and we have no time for that. And I'm going to, my eyes are going to go roll into the back of my head because I'm a Democrat and I don't understand about media broadcasting. And that goes for all of the multi-billionaire Democrats out there. Bloomberg and Stiers and uh, on and on and on. All of them. They, they just don't care. And I'm going to tell you a little story about that. You remember Air America? Okay. They went off the air because of mismanagement and uh, bad, really, really bad programming. However, they did see how what direction broadcasting was taking. And in 2004, they were shopping investors. And they approached the biggest liberal of all, <laughs> Barbara Streisand. <laughs> And they asked her, would you, would you like to invest in a progressive media network that will be all over the country and we're going to get the uh, top people to do it and all this? Well, that part wasn't true, but they pitched it to her. And here, here was her answer. What's my return? See, once you hit a certain income level, you lose all of your liberal ideas. You just It's all about, it's my money. Don't you touch my money. Oh, not Barbara. Yeah. And Oprah, the great liberal wonder of, of the world, uh, what did she give you? Oh, that's right. Oprah gave a platform to <laughs> this quack huckster, Dr. Phil. Why, it's Dr. Phil. And you may not know this, but he lost his license to practice over 20 years ago. Yet he still holds the title of doctor, as in uh, Dr. Pepper. I was going to say Dr. Scholz, but there really was a Dr. Scholz. He's a quack. Quack. Yeah, Dr. Phil. People drown in pools more every day than uh, they do with the coronavirus. And uh, I'm a right winger and I love Trump and uh, I'm rich and uh, go uh, a hoist. Dr. Phil. Yeah. He came with a full endorsement with, a, I should say, the full-throated endorsement of oprah yeah dr phil i'm not sure about dr oz that carnival barker uh and the only thing she gave us also marion williamson how who i have to say with all of her weirdness and everything and how she had no business running as a president i've seen her in, in her other interviews and uh, she's a very nice lady she's like she went somewhere where she just did not belong but this Dr. Phil, you could thank Oprah for that. You could thank the great liberal uh, goddess, uh, Oprah. Check under your seat and you'll find Dr. Phil. Oh, by the way, how's your diet book coming, Phil? <laughs> he wrote a diet book like a James Coco. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is with these Republicans, these, these fat, middle-aged, white, mottled, blobby, Fat old Republicans like uh, Mike Huckabee. He wrote one too. <laughs> Any idea why these uh, morbidly obese fatsos would write a diet book? I guess because they feel they could get away with anything. Hello, this is Dr. Phil Quickdraw McGraw. And you can't see it, but I'm winking at you right now. Because I care deeply about you and your health. That's why I urge you to spend every last nickel you have on my amazing new diet book. 
My diet book provides new and different ways to cheat fat. And believe me, my friends, nobody knows more about cheating than me. For instance, if you look closely at the cover, you'll notice I'm wearing a suit that's three times my size. That's just one of my tips on how to look thinner, and you'll find it in a chapter called Dress This Mess. Now, if your weight loss goal is to achieve my flabby, pasty, and mottled physique, then forget about that boring Atkins diet. My secret? Donuts. Donuts. The fat man's vitamin. So buy my book and put more money in my wallet. You can be a fat ass just like me. Hi, this is Kirstie Alley. Now that I'm not the spokes cow, sorry, Valerie, spokesperson for that other diet plan, I'm happy to announce that I have come out with my own great tasting diet plan. Eat your heart out, Jenny C. Covered in a white wine sauce with mushrooms and basil. That's right, my new plan. Based on the award-winning and mind-altering philosophy of our religious founder, L. Ron Hubbard, is out of this world. Eat all you want, page six. Tom Cruise really isn't crazy, page 34. Your body is actually filled with creamy nougat, page 53. Placenta. It's not just for breakfast anymore. Page 73. Try new Dietnetics. From me, Kirstie Alley, and L. Ron Hubbard. It's Zenulicious. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the book's edible, too. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show, and you know, it just occurred to me that uh, Trump could write a diet book, too. That fatso. Uh, it could be like uh, 10 Big Macs in the morning, 20 Whoppers for lunch, and a sensible bucket of uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken for dinner. And his inbred base would buy it. Those dumbasses. Now, the other day, I saw this posting on Facebook. and You really can't get excited by what you see on there, but it, it really got to me. It, it enraged me. and I had steam coming out of my ears. I mean, after... Well over, by the time you hear this show, maybe 70,000 people dead. I see this posting for commemorative COVID-19 coins from the White House gift shop. Okay. Now, you may have seen these already. By the time this show airs, you'll know what really happened. But uh, they are coronavirus commemorative coins being sold through the White House gift shop for the sum of $125 each. And it goes further. You can order them with sayings on them such as there are no rules for genius or Trump is a genius. And uh, here, I'll read it to you. COVID-19, the world versus the unseen enemy. Everyday heroes, President Donald J. Trump, Vice President Michael Pence, Secretary Mnuchin, Doctors Jerry Adams and good little obedient Nazi Deborah Burks, Tony Fauci, pre-order your historic moments in history today. Uh, the front of the coin says, world versus virus. Together, we fought the unseen enemy. Everyday heroes suited up. Everyday citizens did their part. And the flip side says, President Donald J. Trump and uh, Pence, it all just has their names on it. But there, there, there's a se- there was a section. It's gone now. That was saying, our president is a genius, and the genius needs no rules, and stuff like that. So, I'm looking at this website, WhiteHouseGiftShop.com. 
And I even went as far, I, I posted an angry posting on Facebook and enraged about this, but then it, it hit me. When, look further. I scrolled down to the bottom of the page. And I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. That's not a Washington number. There's an 877 number. Now, how can it be the White House gift shop? Well, maybe they have a toll-free number. No, no, no. Not anything connected with the government would have an 877 number. So I, I looked further. And far be it from me, of all people, to say uh, Trump was a Baha'i. Well, maybe he is, but this is not connected to the government, and I'll tell you why. This website is an independently owned business that's based in Lilitz, Pennsylvania. And it's owned by a guy named, <laughs> and this will answer all your questions right now. <laughs> now, keep in mind, if you look at this website, it looks official. It looks like it's part of the White House, and it's very convincing. But the guy who owns the <laughs> the guy who owns the website, his name is Tony Giannini. I always wanted to be a gangster. Yeah, it's Don Tony Giannini. Yeah, that's right. I'm an official. Uh, what do you call it? There, representative of uh, the government. Talking Points Memo obtained a transfer of ownership form. Oh, I'm sorry, I had it backwards. Sean Lynch bought it in 2011, went bankrupt, bankrupt. and then Anthony Giannini uh, bought it from him. And there, there's a transfer of ownership for the website right there in a Talking Points Memo page, so you can see for yourself. Sean Lynch wishes to transfer full ownership rights of WhiteHouseGiftShop.com to... Anthony Giannini. Yeah. Of uh, Giannini Strategic Enterprises, LLC. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it sounds legit. You get it? Sure. And he became full owner on March 19th, 2013. Now, it says in 1946, Harry S. Truman set this up for a gift shop for uh, to, to help support the uh, Secret Service. Uh, in their times of need, kind of like a slush fund for, for them. Uh, okay, great. But here's the... <laughs> it kind of was up until 2013, when it went bankrupt, and it was sold to some guy named Tony Giannini, with the promise that he would still uh, give the money to the Secret Service to uh, help support their families or whatever it was. And so I was doing research on this, and it turns out Talking Points Memo went even deeper into what's going on. So the bottom line here is it's not an official government site by any means. It is an independently owned entity that they're probably not even Trump supporters, but they're marketing to them. And if you read the <laughs> items they have on there, it's way over the top kissing a Trump's ass. And even the White first of all, and the other thing is the White House does have a gift shop. But it's not called that. It's, it's called the White House Gifts. And it's a little storefront across the street. It has nothing to do with these people. So when you see this, yeah, it's infuriating, but it's really not the White House. They're poses. Con men. Which, uh, now that you mention it, yeah, maybe Trump in some distant way is involved. So there's the answer to that. When you see a posting like that, the way things are going with this lunatic, this madman, 
you just naturally assume, and it turns out it's kinda not. No. And that doesn't make it right. They should still be taken down for fraud, but that's not gonna happen. The Trumpers won't let that happen. And if you do want a gift from the White House, then go to White House Gifts. Simple. There's no shop. But how do you like that for scumbaggery? 80,000 dead. By, by summer, there'll be over 100,000 dead. Not even that long. 100,000 people dead in this country. And they're selling coins. They're dancing on their graves. Like Trump does every time he says, That's not bad. Could have been worse. 80,000 dead? Could have been worse. Yeah, we're very dead. And then you have that uh, sniveling punk. That's Jared. Yeah, Jared. I think everything we did was, uh, we did a great job. And we should, Americans should be proud of what we did. Get the, get, go away. Go back to your 666 uh, office building that you can't rent. Genius uh, Jared. It can only be Jared. You know, the gas prices being what they are, and they should be lower at that. I mean, down here, it's $1.63. I had seen it break a dollar once, but not at a gas station near me. It should always be a dollar, and it should never be any more than that. A dollar a gallon, that's fair. But you would think, with all the trillions of dollars that the Fed is just feeding Wall Street, day after trillion a day, trillion a day, Another trillion a day. That's why there hasn't been a crash. Because they're just feeding Wall Street trillions of dollars a day. You're not hearing about that on the news, which is just being permeated with corona news. Understandable, but hey kids, there is other news out there. And one of the stories that isn't being appropriately covered, and that is, they're just funneling trillions of dollars a day into Wall Street. So it doesn't crash. So I don't look bad. So I look good. Yeah. That's why I called that dummy DeSantis down there and told him, keep the numbers low. But it came to mind, prices being what they are, because most of the country is sequestered. The rational, critically thinking people are self-quarantined. And it's been, oh, about two months now. You can clearly see the impact it has on the economy and how many years doesn't matter who is in office i mean uh, i'm going back to the oil embargo back in 73 the first time they pulled that on us our good friends the saudis there's always been talk about a general strike you ever get into those discussions with uh, friends or people you know you know if only there was a general strike and it was always a theoretical, wondering what would happen. Well, maybe that would actually work. Well, now we know it'll work. If, if we have just one day of a general strike, let's say because this happened not too long ago, uh, where they wrote in the West Coast, the price of a gallon of gas went up to over $5 a gallon. And uh, there was talk then. If there was a general strike, the demand for gas would diminish and they'd have no choice but to lower the price. And now you know, it, that's true. <laughs> It'll really work. Food for thought. The sovereign state of Miami is proud to introduce the latest in a series of U.S. Mint commemorative state coins. The official coin for the state of Florida is now in circulation. 
The front side of the coin displays a finely detailed portrait of an angry Cuban man, shaking his fist and waving a communist flag. The reverse side portrays an old, tearful Cuban woman, holding a picture of a Cuban child, autographed by the Tidy Bowl Man. Each coin is designed to be held tightly in your fist to comfortably experience an authentic Cuban tantrum by popping a vein in your forehead, stomping your feet, and pooping your pants. Start collecting the commemorative Florida coin and discover how the Cubans made Miami what it is today. Hi, this is middle-aged pasty white fat man and con man, Dr. Phil Quickdraw McGraw. I want to thank each and every one of you for running out and buying my diet book. And hey, I got good news. I have a new book for you to give me your cash for. It's called Dr. Phil's Hair Growth System. Now you can tell by looking at my head that I've kept a goodly amount of hair around the sides. And I'm going to tell your husbands just how they can keep it there too. Now one of the many things you're going to learn in this book is having your husband look in the mirror while his head is between your legs. And don't trim for several weeks so he can have a nice triangle on his head. Why, he'll look 10 years younger. Yep, you'll find it all right here in my new book, Dr. Phil's Hair Growth System, with a very special forward by the late James Coco. You've been listening to The Brit Summer Show on the network of radio stations that is now on a Saturday night. Well, they may be moving it to next Saturday night next week, but I don't know. But if you hear it then, uh, hey, hi, how you doing? Thanks for tuning in. And uh, if I get a show out next week, well, then, okay, that's great. And that's when I'll see you again right here on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, and 1470 WWNN. It's in the air everywhere. Radio with the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Yep, it's Brit Summers. It's that time. Forgot, 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 forgot. Speaking of forgotten kids, what did Trump refer to the coronavirus last week? He, he, he called it the burning embers. What you really meant, Don, was the flaming embers. An R&B band out of Detroit, 1970.
a really good tune that was performed by a band that was, everybody thought was a black group. But no. No. The Flaming Embers on the Hot Wax label, and you have to wonder, they had two hits. They had this one, and they had uh, Mind, Body, and Soul. And you have to wonder, what, happened, what a great band. What happened to them? Well, turns out Barry Gordy approached them and offered them a contract with Motown Records, and they said... No. And that wise decision pretty much shielded for the rest of their careers, which is a shame because they were good. Then again, so was Rare Earth. But when Motown asked them to sign, they said, Okay. With with all the great stuff that was out at that time, it's difficult to keep track of all the great songs. The Brit Summer Show, SkyhawkRadio.com, FYINation.com, SoFloRadio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, Goo Goo, Play With This, and, of course, thebritsummershow.com. I want to thank everybody who's been so generous lately. I can't, I can't get over that. Uh, but like I said, you, you, you really don't have to be right now. Don't, don't worry. Oh, I'll get back to you on my knees begging uh, when, once all this blows over. But right now, people need what they have. So uh, I'd like to thank everybody for posting my link uh, in various places, wherever you want to place it. I don't care. As long as it attracts new people, and it has, it's been working. My numbers are going way, way up. But as the one standout among everybody who's helped this show along and continues to subsidize this madness, I want to thank you once again, the official sponsor of this show, Ernie. As I always say, no special request goes unheeded on this show. And it just so happens that uh, the special request this week is from Ernie. (laughs) Really, Ernie? Uh, uh, Okay. Good time on your radio with the Brit Summer Show. Freedom of speech? Yes. At your request. Now the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. You know that. Coronavirus. They're politicizing it. Their new hopes. We have it totally under control. Way back in January. Sociopathic baby denied and lied. Death rate exploding. He rags about ratings. All little Democrat hopes. Well, we all hope he dies. COVID-19. We're quarantined together. If you want to help at all, infect that crazy old clown and just take him on down. CDC can't handle pandemics. He fired the team. And made them go. He thinks he'll be the sole survivor by withholding supplies unless you kiss his whole COVID 19. We're quarantined together. If you wanna help us at all, Infect the crazy old cloud and just take them on down. We have between 100 and 200,000. We all together have done a very good job, but uh, 2.2 up to 2.2 
million deaths and maybe even beyond that. I'm feeling very good about what we did last week. The orange asshole is tribal dummies. Make the virus take them all away. I think we've done a great job. I'd read it at 10. The orange asshole is tribal dummies. Make the virus take them all away. I don't take responsibility at all. I don't get it. I guess my heart's not in it anymore. <laughs> it's just the software didn't help, and I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I, again, I I feel bad. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. There was an article uh, several days ago uh, regarding uh, <laughs> most women do not want to date Republican men. No, and I couldn't agree more. You see, throughout my trans life. With full disclosure, I have gone out with Republicans, but I brought that to a close. No more. No. No. And I went out with that. The idea is you have to stay away from talking about politics when you're on a date. Not a good idea. And for the most part, they treated me nice. Pleasant evening. Everything went well. One-on-one, I didn't have a problem with them. I mean, I knew that during the day, they hate us, as far as trans women go, and at night, they want to date us. So I knew that. But still, if they're going to treat you like a princess and take you to nice places and all that for a pleasant evening or whatever, great, I was okay up until up until this, up until this Trump thing. I mean, I, I had a problem with it with the Bush years. It was a lot easier back then to put that aside. But now I can't. I'm sorry. I, I, I just can't anymore. And according to this article, it, and it doesn't matter what political affiliation women have, they're just, if they find out that their date is Republican, that's a deal breaker. They're, they are done. And I'm with them on that. You want to call it idealism? You want to call it, I, I, they don't deserve it. Let's face it. They, they just want sex. Uh, and I'm not going to give it to them. No. And besides, uh, as far as that's concerned, oh, oh, I'm fine. Oh, we're fine. I'm not on any dating sites anymore. I mean, I, I did the whole thing. After a while, your inventory gets so full you can't handle it anymore. So I, I just took them all down. And I, I just don't need it anymore. So why would I go out with anybody who's a Republican? I don't have to. And I agree with the women that say no more Republicans. It's like they don't deserve it. And you know what I'm talking about. Cut them off like Lorena Bobbitt. If they're going to be supporters of this murderer, you ain't going to give them a piece of your heart. Uh-uh. Sorry, Charlie. Only the best tasting tuna. And that ain't you. It was funny. I get hit on still on, on of all things, LinkedIn <laughs> and Facebook. Two of the worst resources for dating ever. Yeah. <laughs> You want to get in trouble? Hook up on LinkedIn or Facebook. Oh, wow. There's that hot chick. Oh, man, is she awesome. Dude, you got to ask her out. Oh, I, I don't know, man. I don't think she does. Come on. The worst she could say is no. Hey, you're right. I'm always right. The worst she could say is no. Go for it. I'm going to do it. Hi. Uh, we have a homework class together, and I don't know if you've been noticing me or not, but I haven't noticed you, and I was wondering if you're not doing anything for Friday night, and I hook 
coming if you'd like to go out with me! been listening to the brit summer show on skyhawkradio.com fyination.com soflowradio.com tune in stitcher patreon the brit summer show a soundcloud and of course the brit summer show.com thanks everybody for tuning in once again and hearing a uh, hour of babble and nonsense will i be back next week uh, i don't know but keep those cards and letters coming in I want to welcome and thank all of my new listeners that are tuning in from somewhere. You know, maybe next week I'll go over my, uh, (laughs) that was funny last time, I'll go over my GoDaddy stats, uh, (laughs) which is so, so surprising to me. I'm big in Ukraine. Hey, there you go. Uh, (laughs) That's the way I see the world from here. Everybody stay healthy. And until next time, this is Britt Summer saying, in the interest of public service. Hola, amigo. It's fashion time 2020 spring and 2020 summer. I was listening to Dr. Fauci and he said very clear because he speaks good English. He said, hey, they're going to reopen the economy. Tourism. They have to. And they're going to reopen everything that people will go to the street very often. Somebody going to be near you or sneeze or gas. Always wear handy a mask. So I come up with that idea. I went to my grocery, I got that mask of the length of that outfit. My sister doesn't know. And then I put it on top of the original mask, like a certain user. And you know, I think that I lost my accent because I can understand myself. I love you. And I hope that you listen my message and Dr. Fauci, because it's a new way of life. We have to get just how to learn it and enjoy it. I hope you like my idea. <laughs> you find the fun radiates around the Brit Summer Show. America loves to watch boobs and butts and boinking. Absolutely correct, sir.